biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now. You are listening to Locked On Now, local experts on the biggest stories around the NFL. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thanks so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. On today's show, Week 9 featured some of the most surprising upsets of the season to date, which have shaken up standings across the league. We've got a lot to sort out with our Locked On NFL hosts, so let's start with our NFL Sunday recap, and we'll start with the recap of the biggest game. The biggest game. Jordan Love started the first game of his NFL career on Sunday with Aaron Rodgers stuck in COVID-19 protocols, and he took his first snaps under the pressure of keeping up the seven-game winning streak Rodgers had left behind. Love got his first touchdown pass in Kansas City, but Green Bay's offense got nothing else and couldn't quite beat the Chiefs. Here's our Locked On Packers host with more from the big game. The Packers defense shut down Patrick Mahomes, but it wasn't enough without Aaron Rodgers. I'm Peter Bukowski, host of Locked On Packers, and it was a game without Aaron Rodgers out because he tested positive for COVID-19 and is unvaccinated. The Kansas City Chiefs take advantage of an offense with Jordan Love that could not get it going. They win 13-7. to But the story for the Packers moving forward, because we expect Aaron Rodgers to be back next week, Matt LaFleur saying after the game, that assuming Rodgers gets cleared on Saturday, he will be the starter for the Seahawks game. It was the defense. Locking down Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill, for as up and down as this offense has been this season, those guys were still on the field on Sunday, and yet the defense held them to 237 total yards, 3.8 yards per play in this game. Patrick Mahomes averaged 4.5 yards per attempt, just 166 yards on the day, and it was the Packers' defense playing shorthanded. Eric Stokes is lost in warmups. In addition to no Zedarius Smith and no Jair Alexander on the field. And this defense holds the Chiefs to just the 13 points. This is the first time we have seen the Packers play bona fide championship-level defense. And if they can do this moving forward with Aaron Rodgers, as they get healthy, David Bakhtiari could be back any week now, then this Packers team has a real chance, despite the loss, now 7-2, and two, to be a Super Bowl winner. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs got a win last Monday night over the New York Giants, but the overtime nail-biter didn't exactly convince anyone that Kansas City was back to its old self. Not sure if 13 points this Sunday has got anyone feeling any better, and our Locked On Chiefs host tells you where he's at after another rocky win with the Chiefs. It wasn't pretty for the Kansas City Chiefs, but the only thing that matters is the W's. I'm Ryan Tracy from Locked On Chiefs, and they got back on a roll here, the second victory over a player at the quarterback position they didn't expect in Jordan Love, and certainly the Green Bay Packers were missing Aaron Rodgers. Had he played, it might have been a very different outcome, most likely, but the key thing is, is the Chiefs didn't turn the ball over on offense. The defense stepped up, and they were able to get on a roll and look a little bit more like themselves down the stretch against the Green Bay Packers. They can pick that up and carry it forward as they get ready for next week. We're going to cover it all end-to-end every day on Locked On Chiefs. The best performance. Hold up, hold up, hold up. The Tennessee Titans had the AFC South in the bag and had thoughts of preparing for a playoff run a week ago. 
Then the one thing that could have derailed Tennessee's season did when Derrick Henry's injury sidelined him for the rest of the season. It's still a team two games ahead of everyone else in the AFC South going into week nine, but the questions on what Tennessee could do without its star continued to grow going into Sunday night. The Titans silenced all doubters by taking care of the Los Angeles Rams without trouble, and our Locked On Rams host tells you his thoughts on the first game living as a contender without the best running back in the NFL. Tyler Rowland here, host of the Locked On Titans podcast, with your Tennessee Titans instant reaction after a 28-16 dominant victory over the Los Angeles Rams on Sunday night football. The Tennessee Titans prove once again that with their backs against the wall, they play their best football. Now, this performance was mostly led by the Titans' dominant defense, and it starts up front. The Titans had five sacks. That's the most sacks they've had in a game this season. Three of those from stud defensive lineman Jeffrey Simmons. The Titans also forced two turnovers on the day, two interceptions of Matt Stafford, one of those being a Kevin Byard pick six. So the Titans defense put points up on the board as well. The Titans also turned the Rams over on downs on a key fourth down. They held them to four for 15 on third downs. One for three in the red zone, and that one red zone score being a garbage time touchdown when the game was out of reach. So overall, a fantastic performance for the Tennessee Titans, and it keeps them on top of the AFC halfway through the season. The Tennessee Titans are your number one seed in the conference. For more analysis, make sure that you check out the Locked on Titans podcast on whatever platform you do stream and always free. And thank you for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day. The Los Angeles Rams had all sorts of reasons to be excited about this week. LA had won four in a row. They just traded for Von Miller and they had a good chance at taking the lead in the NFC West with Kyler Murray out for the Cardinals. Instead, Colt McCoy won for Arizona, more on that later, and L.A. committed more than 100 yards in penalties in their loss. Here's Locked On Rams with more on this game that was a killer for them. The Los Angeles Rams got absolutely dominated on Sunday night football, dropping the record from 7-1 to 7-2. I'm Sosa Kremenges, your host of the Locked On Rams podcast, and the biggest takeaways from this game is well, the Rams just need to play cleaner football moving forward. You look at quarterback Matthew Stafford had easily his worst performance with his new franchise through two interceptions in this game, one of which should have went for a safety. Instead, it's an interception with the Titans ball on the five-yard line. And then one series later throws a pick six to Kevin Byard, the Titans safety uh, superstar player. 14 points directly led from turnovers. You cannot do that. And not just that, but they had a season-high 12 penalties in this game after being the least penalized team up to date. So that is just a terrible formula. You're not going to win with that. The Rams need to be way cleaner moving forward. A lot more balanced. Matthew Stafford attempted 48 passing attempts in this game. A lot of that had to do with, of course, playing from behind. But at the same time, you just need to be way more balanced. And I think head coach Sean McVay is going to need to find a way to become more productive in the running game. How can they do that? Well, find out on the next episode of the Lockdown Rams podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, here's a good one for all of you. Josh Allen, the linebacker, played Josh Allen, the quarterback yesterday, and the Jaguars defender more than got the best of his namesake and counterpart on Sunday. 
Allen, the linebacker, sacked and intercepted Allen, the quarterback, while recording a game-high eight tackles and recovering a fumble, too. And it all contributed to what Locked On Jaguars called a shocking win. But we'll let him talk about it. Hey, this is your man, Tony Wiggins. We're Locked On Jaguars with my recap from the game and my takeaways. Shocked, blown away that the Jacksonville Jaguars were able to complete a game and beat the Buffalo Bills 9-6. to six. However, I did give you a little bit of a glimpse Friday on what I thought they could do to win the game, although it was tongue-in-cheek because I did not think it would happen. They actually showed up with the proverbial baseball bat and took it right to the Bills in front of probably 25,000 Buffalo Bills fans that made their way to Jacksonville. Um, Josh Allen was the best player on the field today. But it wasn't Josh Allen, the quarterback. It was Josh Allen, the defensive end for the Jaguars. And he was a big part and a big reason why Urban Meyer may have gotten his signature victory here in Jacksonville. Jaguars win 9-6. to six. Coming up next, we'll go around the league with more of our locked-on NFL hosts to talk about all of the big games on Sunday. I'm your host, Kim Becker. We'll be right back. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. If you haven't tried a Built Bar by now, you are missing out. They say it's a protein bar, but it does not taste like one. You have to try one of these amazing bars yourself to believe it. Most protein bars are chalky or waxy or just plain hard to choke down, but a Built Bar is soft, covered in 100% real chocolate, and when you bite into it, you know you're eating something very different. It's more of an experience and one that you will enjoy. In fact, you'd swear you're eating a candy bar. Built Bars are low-carb, low-calorie, low-fat, low-sugar, and high in protein. So all the healthy benefits on top of just being purely delicious. And there are so many flavors. Another great thing about Built Bar, there are so many mouth-watering flavors, including coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, coconut almond, salted caramel, double chocolate, and cherry Garcia. This month, Built Bar is coming out with a new limited-time flavor every three to four days so check their website very often because you do not want to miss out. Go to built.com, use promo LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Welcome back to Locked On Now. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thanks so much for making us your first listen every weekday morning. Now let's take a look around the league at everything else that happened in the NFL yesterday. Let's go around the league. While Justin Herbert won a battle of young quarterbacks, snapped a two-game losing streak, and retook first place in the AFC West. It was a good day in L.A. for the Chargers, and Locked on Chargers is happy to tell you more about it. The Los Angeles Chargers get back in the win column as they take down the Philadelphia Eagles 27-24. This is David Drogamar of the Locked on Chargers podcast, and takeaways from this game start with Justin Herbert, who was surgical. 32 of 38 for 356 yards and three total touchdowns, two through the air, one on the ground. The tight ends were a major reason for that success. They were a combined 11 for 11 for 126 yards and two touchdowns, one by Donald Parham, one by Steven Anderson. The special teams unit also came to play today. Andre Roberts had some good returns, four for 96, including a long of 39, had a decent punt return for 10. The defense, not good in this game. The run defense is still very, very bad. They give up 176 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. But the Chargers had an opportunity late in the game to possess the ball. They hold on to the ball until the very end where they position Dustin Hopkins to make a 29-yard field goal 
to take the victory. And now they are back in first place in the AFC West. For more on this game and the Chargers, please check out Locked On Chargers, your team every day. It's always hard to please the fans in Philadelphia, and the Eagles haven't helped ease the blow of a rough start by playing well in the city of brotherly love. Philly fell 0-4 at home this year by losing to the Rams and the Chargers, but Locked On Eagles says there are still things to build from this game if 3-6 and six isn't too deep of a hole to dig themselves out of. Gino Camilleri here, host of the Locked On Eagles podcast, with the post-game takeaway reaction from the Eagles' loss at the hands of the Los Angeles Chargers, 27-24, after the Chargers kick a late field goal, cementing a long drive, capping off the win. The Eagles, though, remain competitive well throughout this game. Jalen Hurts put it together when it mattered in terms of the pass game and the run game. Did not miss a beat from what they did in Detroit last week. They really took advantage of the last place Chargers run defense. All in all, they put together a good game plan, a game that they could build on knowing that they compete against these good teams in the NFL. They can start to put together some wins down the stretch, especially once the schedule gets easier with five division games remaining down the stretch and a game against the Jets. Next week, the Eagles take on the Broncos in Denver, Colorado. Then they take on the Saints again at home in Lincoln Financial Field. We'll have to wait till then to figure out if the Eagles can get their first home victory. Until then, I'm Gino Camilleri. Fly, Eagles, fly. The Atlanta Falcons kept everything very tight in the NFC South by beating the Saints at the last second in New Orleans. Cordero Patterson caught a tight wire catch down the sideline to set up Young Hue Koo for a 29-yard field goal. And it may have been the easiest of Koo's three-game winners so far this year, but Locked On Falcons is just glad to be back even at 4-4. Four and four. Ooh, boy. That was a close one. I'm Aaron Freeman with Locked On Falcons. I need to check my armpits for some pit stains because I was sweating bullets there at the end. The Falcons almost blew it, but managed to hang on. But up 24 to 6 with 11 minutes left in the game, the Falcons proceeded to do what the Falcons are known to do so often, giving up 19 points capped off by a Kenny Stills touchdown late in the game. And the Falcons went down 25-24 to the Saints with just a minute to go. But Matty Ice broke through his fourth quarter cold streak hit Cordero Patterson on a 64-yard bomb down the sideline on the opening play of that final possession that set up the game-winning 29-yard field goal from Young Way Koo. It marks Koo's third walk-off game-winning field goal of this 2021 season. And the Falcons, despite getting things hairy at the end, proved to be clutch once more, even when they did not look so clutch. But they walk away from the Super Bowl, Superdome with a win and are now 500 for the first time in the month of November since 2018. I think I'm going to need to take a walk. Maybe you do, but when you get back from that walk, check out Lockdown Falcons, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. The New Orleans Saints still has the better record of these teams at 5-3, and three, and New Orleans came back from down three scores to make it an interesting game all the way until the end. But our Locked On Saints host tells us that there is still plenty of blame to spread around for this loss. 